Hello, and welcome to In the Harbor Podcast with Stedman, Joel, and Jacob. Yeah, what's up, guys? Welcome back. Hello, Another hello, episode. hello. Number six. Number six. That's crazy. That's I know. Crazy. We yeah. started this in what, February? Yeah. I and we so. did not think it was going to get this big. No, no. no. And what's crazy is we only have two weeks of school left. Two which weeks. Is just bizarre. Well, in reality, we only have one week left. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's going to be finals and we're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That is so nuts. Freshman year is almost over. I know. Isn't that weird? Wrapping up so soon. And it's going to hit us all that we're packing up and leaving and heading back home. So. I know. And then the summer's going to go by so fast and we're going to be back. So Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be so weird, like, not being around you guys yeah, for I know. literally, like, three months. It's kind of sad. Straight up. Yeah. It's really, really sad. sad. Yeah. Really sad. We'll yeah. have to do a call and FaceTime. Yeah. And absolutely. For sure. Stay in touch. Keep on the updates. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, today, uh, we all wanted to talk about... Um, just relationships, um, in and out of college, you know, friendships, dating relationships, um, kind of how that looks for each one of us. Uh, Joel and Jacob and I have each had different, um, you know, dating relationship experiences. Each have had, um, different experiences in general across the board. So I just want to look at that and see, you know, how has that affected you in your life? How has that affected your college life? Um, and yeah, just have some discussion about that. So, Maybe you want to, let's start off with Joel. Joel, how has that affected you? And, you know, this year, especially being, you know, yeah. freshman year, new everything, right? We yeah, all came well, here, new experiences and dating, all that. So yeah. everything was new. I mean, even dating was new to me. Mm-hmm. I I never have dated anybody before, uh, my girlfriend. We just celebrated six months. So, you know. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Um, but everything was new to me. Like going, coming to college, like I had never moved in my yeah. life. I had never packed a box to move. I moved rooms. That's it. Um, I never like lived away from home. Obviously everybody hadn't, but like everything was new to me and I was like, mm-hmm. I'm just going on for the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, and like dating was talked about like first, first day, basically. I remember like the first week of school, I yeah. shook, um, one of our RAR's hand and said, I will not date first semester. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I remember that. And I was just like, I'm not going to meet anybody. Psych, I met somebody, you know, and it's like, it's like there's different experiences like that where everything was so new and I'm learning all of the time, you know, like that, that silly, like little handshake I had, um, I got out of, um, and it's a good decision, but it was like, it was hard to like know what to do. Cause you want to be like liked by everybody at college right? and you want to be accepted. So like you want to do things that, Oh, this guy wants me to do this. Okay. I'm going to do that. Um, and it wasn't a bad thing that I shook his hand, but it was like, you know, I wanted to do that. And then I wanted to date this girl. So it's kind of like I'm learning as I go, and like learning about college, learning about relationships is, is, is cool, but it's, it's hard at the same time because I have never done either of those things. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, you know, I was in the same boat, just, I'd never moved out of the house even. And so that was a whole new experience just, and it's like. First semester freshman year is very overwhelming in a lot of ways. For sure, very overwhelming. Even just like the first month. Oh yeah, yeah. everything is absolutely. The first crazy. month was like the slowest time ever. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. felt like it's kind of like you know, I don't know. It 
thinking long-term, like I'm going to be here for seven to eight months before next, like it's, it's overwhelming at the time. Yeah, it was weird to think about. Like, I hope I like it here because I'm kind of stuck here for the next little bit. Year, yeah. yeah. So. Basically, like you were stuck here at least for the first semester. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. what are you going to drop yeah. out? You pay all that money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, literally. I never had thought about like that in like in retrospect. Like I never thought about you're stuck here. Kind of like and then it kind of hit me a couple weeks later. I was like, goodness, I'm stuck here. <laughs> like, yep. But yeah. luckily I liked it. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Jacob, was that similar for you or oh, yeah. somewhat different? Like, um, yeah, I've never dated anybody, like, legitimately. Um, you know, it was it was absolutely weird because, you know, like like you, Joel, um, and Stedman, I guess, it, I had never, I'd been in the same house. Yeah. And... Um, you never moved either? Never moved. Wow. Never moved, same, same place. Um and it was a weird experience to kind of get dropped off here with all my stuff. And now this is my home. And especially you being out of state. Yep. Yep. It was a big move. Um, and so, you know, like I'm not dating anybody currently. Um, and so that hasn't necessarily been like, like the same thing it was for you, Joel, you know, kind of first semester was kind of defined by that process of you like finding that girl and, and yeah. you know, um, starting to date her that which, which been... I had no idea was going to happen yeah, yeah like yeah. I came into college I was like I'm not looking to date right now it's not like I was like I'm not going to date which was just like I don't know what's going to happen yeah but yeah yeah In yeah. instead for me it was more um, finding good healthy friendships with people uh, that was something you know I had good friends in high school um, I had one or two really really close friends that I um, did everything with but I was very, very introverted, you know, very not social. I gradually kind of became more social over those four years, but um, I've definitely, um, I've never been this extroverted in my life since I've, you know, been here. I just, I've, I've grown so much in that sense, even though I'm still <laughs> definitely still introverted. But um, yeah, I think it was a, a big challenge for me to just be thrown in with a group of people that I had, you know, I've never met and go like okay these are guys i'm living with you know yeah and, for real uh what does that even look like for me i've never lived with anybody you know i mean my brother i've lived in the same room my entire life because we didn't have mm. enough rooms in our house but um it was totally different to just get thrown in with a bunch of guys especially in the stairwell kind of sense where we're like one we're all in different rooms but we're this like one big group and so it's sort of like of, your house, like the stairwell oh, is. is your like house. Yeah, it's like yeah. your family. It's like different rooms, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so and it was weird, too, with like the Grove girls, you know, doing like family dinners and stuff. You start to like we do everything with them, you know, even yeah. still lots of times we go to dinner as, you know, combined stairwells. You know, we have like our friend group and yeah, um, and we do activities on, you know, the weekends and stuff like that. But um, just like that process of trying to like be social enough to make friends and then kind of get close to those people and, and realize like, man, I've made a lot of good friendships. I just think about how close we are compared to mm-hmm. like, I, I never thought that I would get this close with you guys, you know, yeah. just coming in on day one. So me neither. No, me neither. Um, like, I didn't even know who you were. Like yeah, Jacob, like, yeah. I didn't know who Stedman or Jacob were like, so I saw your name, Jacob. And I followed you on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't do it because I knew you were my roommate, though. Okay. I didn't realize it was you. 
Really? And then when you told me, I was like, that's the dude I followed on Instagram like two or three weeks ago. So that yeah. was kind of interesting. But Stan and I never, we texted once. Yeah. I yeah. sent one text. He you sent one text. to me, I think. And then and that was it. Yeah. And then I was like, eh, we're just going to meet and each other. It, that was funny because I actually like had conversations with my family about that. And they were like, oh, yeah, they thought it was hilarious that we had only like connected maybe once before yeah. we met because girls yeah. like will Zoom call and yeah. FaceTime their neighbors. Everybody yeah. that I've talked to over there, before. they like yeah. they fully knew each other. Even they my had, girl, like, even my girlfriend's roommate said that they FaceTime. Yeah. I was like, I did I was not like, talk to anybody. Yeah, no, I didn't. No, no. same with Jacob. Like I didn't even know. Jacob. Yeah, I didn't even talk to you. Well, I didn't know Josh Hainer at all. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I didn't know anybody. I could just kind of through. Through the dice and hopes that I got a good hand. No, seriously, know, I just put my name in a room, sense, one but, that was um, empty. Didn't even really, I just, I yeah. picked it because of the name, Cockpit. Now we're Harbor, but like, I picked it because of that name. Put my name in a room, no one was in there. Two hours later, everybody was filled up. Yeah. Well, that's like definitely the lore oh. though, you know, just because. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, we could have been anywhere or wound up with anyone and like, we yeah. just randomly were with each other and like. For sure. There's a lot of freshman roommates mm-hmm. that don't get along. Don't get along a at lot. all. A lot of and them. we get along like better than yeah. most others yeah. do. They so were really good. It's really good. Amazing how that worked. Well, but. it's cool too to like, um, you know, we're really good friends with the the room next to ours, and it's crazy because talking with them, they had planned on they were kind of flipping back and forth between the room on the bottom floor. Mm-hmm. Versus the room on the top floor. Yeah, and they had. We probably wouldn't have been as good of friends with them if they were rooming with them this year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy how oh, yeah. all those relationships work out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It is. It is. So. So yeah. What about you, Stead? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, you know, I'd been in a a long relationship prior to college, and um. Man, I'll just say, like, college changes you, you know, as a person, as um, like a, as a man. I can definitely say, like, coming into college, I'm not the same person now yeah. that I was back in August. Oh, for sure. By that's that's 100% any, correct. By any stretch, you know. Um, and I'd say, like, mostly for good, you know. Um, and, um, yeah, de- well, definitely for good. But, like, coming, coming in... It's like you know nothing, you know, and you have no idea what to expect. Um, and I was, you know, I was, everything was new. I was juggling this relationship. I was trying to figure out how to like, you know, um, hang out with you guys, how to make new friends, how to do my academics well and succeed in that. And, you know, I had an ROTC on top of that, which was a whole new experience. So I was like kind of baptized by fire first semester. Um, and then second semester hit and, you know, you kind of start to settle in more. Um, and that was a lot better. Um, uh, and you're, you're more used to it now, you know, and you're more used to how things work and you kind of know who your buddies are, you know, which friends are going to build you and grow you and, you know, push you towards Christ and which ones are not going to do that. Um, so that was helpful for me to see and to, you know, learn from that. Um, kind of had a lot of issues I had to work through first semester, but coming, you know, like looking back on those now, it's like, man, I've grown so much from all that and yeah, seeing how far I've come and, you know, just independently to like living on my own, living with you guys, like night and day difference. But, mm-hmm. um, 
yeah, like, and I will say this, having a relationship in college is awesome in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because it does, like, in Joel's case, I've seen, Joel, I've seen you grow a lot from your relationship and, like, I can see how, like, mature you've become and, you know, just, there's a lot of responsibility yeah. that comes with that. Well, mm-hmm. um, I didn't, like, going into my relationship, I was like, well, I want this to be serious enough where... I'm not just dating someone to date someone, you know, as Christians, we shouldn't just date people to date people. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I never dated in high school because I didn't really truly want to like make that work out where it would have just been like a summer fling or whatever. But in the fall, I was like, yeah, I'm ready. Like this is something I'm wanting to do. And like dating in such a small school is so hard though. Because there's so many people that you know. Like, mm-hmm. there's only 1,500 people on this campus. So, like, at a big university, you could go, like, a day without seeing your girlfriend or boyfriend, right? I don't go more than four hours if I'm walking around. Well, I, I don't go a day without, like, looking and, like, I see my girlfriend. Yeah. Um, and, like, like, we see each other pretty much every day. But it's, like, I don't go a day without, like, I'm walking here and, oh, there she is. And it's, like, it's so hard because you're so close-knit. That like, it's almost like, I don't know how to explain it. It's just, it's just, it's just a little weird because it's like a high school. Um, it's just, it's, I mean, everyone CC, knows CC, everyone. Yeah, everybody knows everybody. Like people who I've never talked to is like, oh, is, 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 you know, is she your girlfriend? And it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and like, um, she'll get the same thing. And it's like, yeah, that's crazy to me that like everybody knows you're dating. Yeah. yeah. Word gets around. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's even crazy. I mean, like. We have what around like five hundred or so in our class, but we like I know tons of people from other classes. You know, like I figure out somebody's name and I see him like everywhere on campus. Yeah, know? it's like mm-hmm. yeah. There's literally like only a couple people. Like every once in a while, I'll see you walking around campus that I go, I've never seen that person before. Yeah, for real. You know, so it's it's definitely a very very like tight knit group, which makes it tough because everybody knows about everything, kind of. A and thing, if you like you know? have. I don't know, an issue or you guys are going to go do something and like you tell someone, oh, I'm going to go celebrate this. Then everybody knows. And it's like, oh, my goodness, this is like my family all over again. Mm-hmm. But so. that's like a that's a point I want to bring up to is like that's that should just like go to show how important your reputation is, yeah. because especially on a small campus like this, your reputation <laughs> is going to be known by everybody, you know, and like the person that you want to be and like where you find your identity and it should be in Christ. But a lot of people just like put it in themselves or in their like significant other, you know, and whatever. And like, that's, you know, there are people that we know on this campus that have bad reputations. There's people on this campus that have excellent reputations Mm -hmm. and everyone knows it because on a big scale campus, I'll use, you know, I'll use Texas A&M for an example, because my dad went there. I've got a lot of history there, but you know, that whole entire school on campus, that's not counting online students, has 73,000 students. 73,000 on, on campus? On campus. Wow. It's like, I think it, if not the biggest school in the that's nation, massive. it's one of them for I'll sure. I'll look it up. Um, and absolutely ginormous, right? So if you go there, you're just a number. Your professors don't know you. Mm-hmm. They don't care to know you. They're, you're just a number. And What we talked about is a really good and important thing that we like about CCU. It's the fact that we can get to know professors yeah, and stuff. But Absolutely. Um, keep going. Sorry. No, 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 no. You're good. No, and, and 
but like there it's like if you build a reputation for yourself or if you date someone and then break up with them you're not gonna probably ever see that person again for at least like maybe once every blue moon but like yeah there's really like not a big downside to having a bad reputation no you know no because nobody knows your reputation no yeah nobody knows knows you there are certain individuals where we will not name names that have the reputation of being like a weird dude okay Mm -hmm. like they just do and it's like or just treating people badly yeah or just treating people badly or like being a jerk um even being creepy you know Yeah. yeah it's like I would hate to have that reputation, you know, and I would never want that. Obviously, I'm not doing those things that would make me get that reputation. But it's like, it's hard to go backwards when, or, yeah, it's hard to go backwards and kind of take steps back to, like, get your reputation better mm-hmm. once it's already in the tank. And, like, yeah. we already know some of those people because there's it's only the size of a high school, this 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 college. So Yeah. Yeah, well, everybody has kind of a natural mindset that history repeats itself, right? And so if, if you kind of screw up, um, especially if you screw up badly um, multiple times in front of different people, people talk, you know, on campus. And it's it's really, really hard if you kind of try to move away from that stuff for people not to look at you and go, oh, you know, he, he did, did this, this or she did that, you know. And yeah, it's like sure. it's one of those things where um, it's not necessarily – like, like we, sh- we want to protect ourselves, right? We don't want to get into a situation um, where we forgive and forget everything and go into a relationship with somebody that's going to hurt us, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, so I think there's definitely an importance to that, but it's also, like, people have to be aware that, like, it's not easy to to kind of go back and, and fix yourself or at least have other people believe that you fixed yourself you know yeah so and here like the truth of the matter is you want to make sure that you are like for one that you're not the one spreading gossip and drama but like there's a lot of gossip and drama in this school oh there's a ton of it and it's so easy (laughs) to get into right yeah like it's so easy to say like you know me instead talk all the time right yeah and it's so easy to be like just telling stories about our day yeah and going like oh this is what this person did and it was like so weird and and this now, person said this yeah and, and, then and, it's and now gossip. we have each of us has different views of those people now because we've talked and yeah. um, i think that's one of like the biggest problems on campus i think is gossip because everybody talks about everybody and I've even gone to situations where I'm like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have said that because that was gossip. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. not portraying this person in their right sense. Yeah. And if you date someone and break up with them, Ooh. everyone in this whole school is going to know it. And if you date someone or like, don't break up with them, everyone's going to know it. You know, it's Which like. Which kind of, it, it breeds a, a tough culture too, because you kind of get into the sense of like, Oh, everybody knows that we're broken up, so I better tell the story first, right? Yeah. Which makes both sides oftentimes you can get into kind of a, a toxic environment where mm-hmm. both people are telling bad things about the other to make themselves look like the best in the relationship, right? Yeah. And it's um I think this small environment where everybody hears everything kind of breeds that a little bit. Um, which is not not the best. But yeah, it's it's really, really tough. And I kind of uh, you know, struggle to find the line between what's what's gossip versus what's helping another people, another person, like understand. be smart. You know about yeah, about how bad another this person. person is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's really tough because we kind of I often come at it from like a 
a righteous standpoint of like, oh, hey, stay away from this person. You know, like I heard they did they did this or something like that, you know, but there is a point where that's gossip. You know, there is a point where that's I shouldn't be saying that kind of stuff, you know, and so where do you draw that line? Um, and I don't know. It's kind of a, a tough one to figure out, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to like come at things from a perspective of like I'm no better than the worst person here you know yeah. like that's fair yeah you know like oh it's easy to think like oh well this person's weird or this guy's a creep or he doesn't respect women or blah 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 and it's like yeah like apart from my relationship with Christ I wouldn't be any better at all and I'm not you know because like we all sin we all mess up and like it's easy to you know, look down on those people. But in reality, like we should be helping them be in like positive influences to them and not just shun them and disregard them. Very true. And us as Christians, we need to help people realize their sin and then change their ways. Mm -hmm. We can't change their ways for them, but we need to help people do that. Mm -hmm. Um, Which might be a a future topic of how do we help people? Uh, We're kind of thinking about, about talking about that in another podcast, but yeah, yeah, that's yeah. kind of a whole topic in and of itself. Do you want to talk about how we kind of, I, I mean, I'd like to talk about how we like, we as men really help our relationships focus on Christ, whether that's in friendship or especially in a, in a um, girlfriend, boyfriend sense. So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, do you want to start that off, Stead? Yeah, sure. So um, I'd say the prominent thing that I learned this year relating to your question, Joel, is um, like selflessness you know, and, um, there, like in my previous relationship, I did not handle things well. I made a lot of mistakes. I did a lot of things I shouldn't have. Um, and like I learned from each and every one of those mistakes and moving forward, it's like, okay, now I know like that's, you, you know, you don't do that. You like, you make that person priority. You go the extra mile, you sacrifice your needs before theirs, you know? And that's like, I don't know, praying about it, thinking about it. That's what Christ did for us, you know, and it's easy to be really selfish in a relationship and it's really easy to not want to do things that your friend or your girlfriend wants you to do. Yeah. But like not even in a dating relationship, but in a friendship, that's what you should do, you know, and putting your needs before, you know, others is going to get you really far in life. Um, obviously you need to know when to take care of yourself, right? You need to know when to put your needs first, because there are times when that's important in order to help others. You know, like it's the whole like airplane thing that, you know, you got to put on your oxygen mask before you can put on someone else's. And that's true. Mm -hmm. You got to put on your own before you can help anyone else. Um, but like, yeah, my relationship with Christ has grown this year because like, I think he's helped me realize that through all that, you know, all the mistakes I've made and realizing like selflessness is a huge thing and mastering it is really, really tough and super challenging, but it's good to do. It's healthy and it creates healthy relationships. So, yeah, I think that one of the biggest things and one of the best things you can do in a relationship is being humble and realizing there's another person. Cause a lot of times what I've come to realize, and although I'm not, I haven't been dating for more than what, six months is that if you want to do something and your significant other is like, well, I need to do this, well, then you as a Christian, so say, you know what, 
they need to do this, so I'm going to support them in this decision. Even if you don't necessarily agree with the decision that they're making, um, as long as it's not harming them like to themselves, maybe it, it is a little bit, um, what's the word, like not convenient for you. Maybe their decision is not convenient for you, but it's convenient for them and it's what they need to do. Putting yourself in front of them or putting your, them in front of yourself is the best way to stay in a healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. I've come to realize because when we're not self selfless and we're selfish, then we're not putting that person in front of us and we're not saying, how can I serve you better? How can I love you better than I did yesterday? I loved you good yesterday, but how can I love you great today? Or mm-hmm. how I served you yesterday in this way. I'm getting annoyed at this situation, but how do I serve you even though I'm annoyed at this situation? That's the biggest mm-hmm. thing that I've had to learn. Like mm-hmm. if I'm annoyed at a situation, because there's been times like that, how do I put that aside and say, I'm going to support you in this decision, even though I may not think it's right. I may not think it's necessarily the best thing to do. You're your own person. You make the right decision. I'm going to support you in that. Yeah. Yeah. And sure. kind of going off of that, it's, I always, uh, my dad always told me growing up, communication is key. And I think that is such an important part of every relationship, whether it's, it's a dating relationship, a marriage relationship, or just, um, you know, friendship. I think there's a need to have clear communication. And one of the things that I've realized a lot over these last, you know, um, what, seven or eight months since we've been at school is the fact that people think differently than me, right? Um, we all have different ways of viewing how things happen, different ways of viewing life, um, different morals, different sets of understandings, right? And, um, communication not only involves telling something what telling somebody what you think it's understanding how to tell them in a way that they'll understand right because oftentimes you, there's this kind of fallout situation where i think something and a friend thinks something else and when i go to them about that i say it i say what i think but they think differently than i do right and so what I tell them, they don't understand in the way that I understand it, right? And yeah. so then they tell me something and they tell me something that I don't understand, right? And so that can create a lot of chaos and difficulty in relationships because we're talking about two different things, but we don't know how to communicate it to each other. And so I think in any relationship, it's so important to, number one, spend enough time with that person to understand how they view the world, right? The the, the ways that they think. Um, and try to deeply understand them in a way that you can actually communicate with them, right? You can get across what you think and feel. Um, and as you do that, um, hopefully they're doing the same. And so when you guys talk, you know, when, when friends or, um, couples actually talk about issues or just casual things, there's a level of understanding there that, um, both of you are on the same page, you know? That's a big thing that I've had to come to realize is that the ways I explain stuff, my girlfriend is sometimes going to get, but a lot of times I have to word it in a way that she can understand because men and women think differently Mm -hmm. and me and her think differently about certain situations. And it's not like we're disagreeing on the situation, but like, like if I say something, it may come off as like rude or something, but I'm like, well, that's not me being rude. Or if I'm talking like firmly, um, we've had to come, you know. I'm not necessarily yelling. I'm not. Um, 
it's just differences. Yeah. And like yeah. communicating that, no, I'm not yelling. I'm just trying to say something like important, like right there and make sure it gets across. It's important. Um, has, has been something we have to, um, realize for sure. So, yeah. When well, yeah. the reality and yeah, the reality too is like, there are definitely going to be times and there have been times for me and I know for all of us where you don't think you're in the wrong at all. And the other person does. And there's times when you think you're like, you know, you're like, okay, I was in the wrong. The other person doesn't think that, you know, and, or like you think they're in the wrong. They don't. Um, but you, it has to be a two way streak or else there's going to be a lot of unhealthy, like arguing and like a lack of communication there. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not just a matter of, Oh, you know, it's not a matter of finger pointing of like, no, no. I thought, you know, it never yeah. should be. It no. should be communicating. And if both people in the relationship are not like able and willing to work with you through things and say like, OK, I was wrong. I'm sorry. Then it's going to be unhealthy. And I think that almost all issues come about from lack of communication. Yeah. Yep. Someone says something and they may they may not even realize this, but like the other person took it this way and then it's like, oh crap, I did not mean it that way. I'm so sorry it made you feel that way. And then the other person is mad because if they took it that way. So yeah. it's just like balancing that and being like, you know what? Yeah, we just need to communicate a little better. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think it takes being humble and going into let's say like an argument, right? Or or an issue with an open mind going like, well, I think I'm right, but could I be wrong? You know? Mm -hmm. And from there, that's how you can kind of come to an agreement and actually get things done. Yeah. You know? For sure. And that, that applies like not even to just like dating relationships. It applies to every Everything. relationship. Business too, you know, friendships. It's it all. Communication is the source of whether or not things go well, no matter um, what relationship or situation you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I had, so this is kind of like somewhat of a side note, but I had this really interesting analogy explained to me one time. It's like if you take a $1 bill, right, and you crumple it up into a ball and then you unroll it again, right, it's wrinkly, but it's still, a, it, like its value is still a $1 bill, right? If you take that $1 bill, throw it in the trash, step on it, you know, and then take it back out, unroll it again, it's all nasty and stuff, what's it worth? It's still worth $1, right? If you step on it, throw it away, like it's still worth a dollar. It might be filthy, but it's still worth that. And it's like, you know, that analogy is like silly, but like it applies to us kind of because in a relationship, you have to know the other person's value and your value, you know, and yeah. say like, okay, I may have hurt you. I may have stomped on you and I may have, you know, like wrecked you up really bad and done things I shouldn't have but your value is still the same and like I need to be mindful of that and knowing like okay you know you're loved I love you I'm sorry I see your value I know like I respect you and like I was in the wrong like when both people can come together and say that and do that then like that's it you know that's for sure that's when healthy communication happens so. yeah Definitely, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, how 
how do we balance um like time with family time with friends and time with our relationship um because that's like a constant issue i think for especially new couples mm-hmm. how do you balance like friends and your relationship because you don't want to spend too much time with your friends where your your significant other is feeling mm-hmm. neglected but you don't also want to spend too much time with your significant other where your friends get ne- neglected so yeah. how do you like I guess I have, I have some thoughts, but like I want to point out to you guys, like how do you guys do that? So how do you work do you through? How, yeah, how do you work? Through yeah, that? I mean, um, from the standpoint of like your friend Joel, um, we've had conversations about this yeah. a, a lot. Yeah. You know, trying to because I've seen you want to try to figure out that happy medium of yeah, you know, do you spend more time with your girlfriend or do you spend more time with us? What's a good in between? Um, and I think, I think there's two sides of it, right? Um, we're still friends, right? So there's some amount of responsibility there for mm-hmm. us to be around each other, for us to hang out and yeah. talk and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I think there's also the responsibility of me as the friend to realize that you're in a significant relationship, right? You're now dating somebody that is, you know, possibly moving on to marriage, hopefully moving on to marriage, Right. Um, and as a friend, I need to be happy for you. I need to, um, kind of, I I want you to spend as much time with that person as you can, because number one, spending time with them is, is happy for you, right? That's good for you. You enjoy spending time with her. Um, but I also want you to have that time so that you can figure out if she's the right one, you know, um, and, and build the relationship now that's going to set you up for a good marriage later, you know? And so, I think for me, um, I, I think there's an element of, yeah, like you've done, right? Pick days where, you know, you're going to spend a whole day with your girlfriend and then maybe, you know, one day on the weekend you spend it with your guy friends, you know, and and just we go hang out and do stuff. And there's that kind of balance there. Um, but no matter kind of what you figure out, I think there's an element of on, you know, me as a friend, I need to, like, let you go and do what you feel is right, you know, um, because in reality, she's the person that you're probably going to be spending the rest of your life with, you yeah. know, and I shouldn't want to take up all that time with you that you could be spending with her, you For know? Sure. Yeah, and I don't feel neglected at all. No, absolutely Joel. not. You know, absolutely like, not. I, I can speak for Jacob and all of us, too. Like, we don't feel neglected if you're with Paige. Part of that is like, I think for me especially, I just know how like valuable that time is. Since and you've I, been in a relationship. Since I've been in a relationship yeah. and I've seen how the lack of time can really affect and hurt a relationship, I don't want that for you. And I'm like, yeah, I'm all like, please go spend time with your girlfriend, you know, like make memories, have fun, like build that bond you guys are creating. Like, that's awesome. And that was yeah. something that I never really got to do because of it being a long distance relationship, you know? And like when I would see, you know, my girlfriend, then it would be like awesome. And it was like, wow, you know, like we have all this time and it was amazing. But like you get the blessing and the privilege of like living on the same campus. And literally living like time. maybe like, 50 wow. yards away, 100 yards away. Yeah. Like, it's literally a two minute walk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can, yeah. I can look out my window and see her. Um, and that kind of goes both ways, like with friends being supportive 
Um, it also goes both ways with like being supportive of like your significant other being supportive of you spending time with your friends. Um, you don't want to ne- neglect that either. Yeah. Um, but I really do appreciate you guys is like understanding in a lot of ways of like, okay, I'm going to make this decision and it's going to be my decision and I'll be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like a struggle that I, you know, could struggle with, with my girlfriend and stuff like that. Um, too, where it's like, I just got to be content with whatever decision is made. Yeah. But like you're doing a great job too. Cause there is a balance, but yeah. you've found, I think like, I, you've I think done so a great too. job of yeah. balancing yeah. us out. Cause you know, I'm, I still want you. I'm selfish. I don't want like page or to have like all of your time. And I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, but I, you know, I love it. Like when we do get to hang For out sure. and the time that we have is very intentional. So. Yeah. It's not like, Oh, we're on our phones. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. I want to make the time intentional. Yeah. Where it's like, if we were like here all the, all the time together, um, like at the beginning of the semester, I would be, it would be like, well, let's just go sit down and watch a movie. Yeah. yeah. But like those times that we spend together, I'm like, let's just go do something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very like, intentional. Let's not, let's go on a hike. Let's mm-hmm. not sit around. Let's, let's yeah, actually yeah. be intentional about making the most of our time together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we don't feel neglected in our relationship. Yeah. And yeah. there's also the fact that like, we literally live with you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so <laughs> you don't live with Paige. You yeah. don't, you don't like, um, like you see her a lot, but you don't see her all the time. Yeah. Like you're, you have to come back here to sleep. Yeah. And so no matter how much time you spend, with especially her, since we live on CCU, I'm joking. That's a good rule. It's a very good rule, especially as Christians. <laughs> yeah. No, but like, like we're going to see you. Yeah. You know, we're going to be around you at yeah. the very least at night and in the mornings, you know? Yeah. And so it's, it's one of those things like, like that's something we have to realize too. You know, it's, it's a factor that plays in there. For, it's all for about sure. balance, like balancing you guys, balancing Paige, balancing all of our relationships, whether that is our parents, um, like calling my mom, you know, making time for my mom mm-hmm. I call her at least once or twice a week. Yeah. Um, calling my siblings. I have seven siblings. I don't really call all of them, but like I talk to them quite yeah, a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, balancing Paige, balancing you guys and my other friends. It's like, it's. It was, it's been a struggle to like find that balance, but I feel like starting to be a little more clear, starting to be a little better about that. And I think that's one of the biggest things like in relationships, like I would want you guys to, and I've told you that is to tell me if I am spending too much time with her mm. or tell me if you guys think that's unhealthy. Um, and, and that's like one of the best things that we can have in relationships on either side, both mm-hmm. of, both of our friends, hers and mine. Um, but it, it is a balance. Yeah. And yeah. I, and I really appreciate like I do feel like I've started to find that balance so yeah for sure and like it's a matter of prioritizing yeah as well you know because I that was something I was always pretty bad at was knowing how to prioritize my time and yeah. time management terrible at time management yeah. I'm getting I've gotten a lot better this year but like you know you need to prioritize your parents and you need to prioritize your family and then you need to prioritize your girlfriend and then your buddies, you know, and like they all kind of fall, they all fall and fit into a category, you know, and it's not like, it's not like you need to nitpick and be like, oh, well, I've spent more time with like so-and-so lately, so I have to spend less time with this. You know, it's not anything like that, but just knowing, okay, you know, I've spent a substantial amount of time with this person recently. I should maybe spend more time with, you know, this person over here who doesn't have anyone to hang out yeah. with. So. You know, but you, again, you guys, you know, know that and do a great job. And so, yeah, I, I feel like, I, I don't know, Simon 
and I haven't really had any issues feeling like you've yeah. been hanging mm-hmm. out with her too much or anything like that. And I think it's the fact that you are intentional about asking us, hey, if I'm ever, you know, doing something I shouldn't, let me know. I think having that on your mind is the reason that we don't have any of those issues, right? Is because yeah. you're thinking about that and you, yeah. you're intentional about it. So for sure, I think that's, that's the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. So yes. any other, any other pressing topics? I don't know. To address. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think, I covers think we're kind of winding down the year. Yeah, yeah. So, two weeks left. We'll have oh, at one least or two, one or two more. Yeah, more podcasts um, and uh, uh, get ready for in the fall because we got a good lineup of people that we're planning on interviewing, professors, um, friends, and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, so we'll take about a three month break from May until August, and then we'll come back and probably in the first week we'll probably try to find a time to talk about our summers and stuff yeah. like that. So. Yeah. Stay tuned for our kind of finale one. Well, one or two more after this one. So, yeah. Yep. But, all right. Thanks for listening. Yes, sir. It's uh, in the Harper Podcast. Till next time. Bye.